0: Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, October 26. U.S. equities closed out a volatile session mixed as the markets digested a host of quarterly results, with earnings season kicking into high gear. Information technology and communications services sectors were the biggest laggards in the wake of disappointing reports from Google's parent Alphabet, as well as Dow member Microsoft. Meanwhile, Dow component Boeing was lower despite optimism about its free cash flow performance, but Dow member Visa rallied following its results. Housing data dominated the economic front today, with mortgage applications falling for a fifth straight week and new home sales dropping amid the spike in interest rates in September. Treasury yields were lower, and the U.S. dollar tumbled to alleviate some uneasiness in the markets, while a smaller-than-expected rate hike out of Canada appeared to also soothe some nerves. Crude oil prices were sharply higher, and gold traded to the upside. Asia finished higher, though choppiness remained while Europe saw widespread gains amid cautious trading ahead of tomorrow's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank. The Dow Jones Industrial Average nudged two points higher to 31,839, while the S&P 500 index fell 29 points, or 0.7%, to 3,831, and the Nasdaq Composite tumbled 228 points, or 2%, to 10,971. In moderate volume, 4.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained $2.59 to $87.91 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $10.60 to $1,668.60 per ounce, and the dollar index dropped 1.1% to 109.71. In equity news on Wednesday, Google's parent Alphabet Incorporated ticker symbol GOOGL, reported third quarter earnings per share of $1.06 below the $1.26 fact stat estimate as revenues rose 6% year over year to $69.1 billion, south of the streets forecast of $71 billion. Alphabet's ad revenues came in below estimates. The company said its results reflected healthy fundamental growth in search and momentum in cloud, while affected by foreign exchange. Shares Fell Dow member Microsoft Corporation, ticker symbol MSFT, posted fiscal first quarter earnings per share of $2.35, topping the $2.31 estimate, with revenues rising 11 percent year-over-year to $50.1 billion, above the expected $49.7 billion. Microsoft said it continued to see healthy demand across its commercial businesses, including another solid quarter of bookings. However, the company's second-quarter revenue guidance came in below expectations amid slowing PC demand and the economic headwinds. Microsoft traded solidly to the downside. Dow Component Boeing Company, ticker symbol BA, announced an adjusted third-quarter loss of $6.18 per share compared to the estimated profit of $0.13 per share as revenues rose 4 percent year-over-year to $16 billion, well below the forecasted $17.9 billion. The company said its results were impacted by significant losses on its fixed-price defense development programs. Boeing also added that it remains in a challenging environment and has more work ahead to drive stability. However, the figures may not be comparable, as the company said its results were impacted by significant losses on its fixed-price defense development programs. Boeing also added that it remains in a challenging environment and has more work ahead to drive stability. Shares were lower despite the company posting stronger-than-expected free cash flow for the quarter and reiterated its guidance for free cash flow. Dow member Visa Incorporated ticker symbol V, reported adjusted fiscal fourth-quarter earnings of $1.93 per share, exceeding the anticipated $1.87, with revenues growing 19 percent year-over-year to $7.8 billion, topping the expected $7.6 billion. The company said payments volume was 10% higher year-over-year, year, process transactions rose 12%, and cross-border volume increased 36%. Additionally, the company raised its quarterly cash dividend by 20% to $0.45 cents per share and authorized a new $12 billion share repurchase program. Visa traded to the upside. Stocks were mixed after last week's sharp rise, which was the best weekly gain since June, with bond yields and the U.S. dollar cooling off. Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar have been elevated, likely adding to global economic pressure and threatening corporate profits, as discussed in the latest Schwab Market Perspective titled No Stopping the Fed. Meanwhile, the third quarter earnings season is hitting a higher gear this week, and Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled Earnings, Trampled Underfoot" How the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at @LizanneSaunders. Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, notes in his latest article, titled The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, new home sales fell 10.9% month over month in September to an annual rate of 603,000 units versus the Bloomberg consensus forecast calling for a rate of 580,000 units and compared to August's downwardly revised 677,000 unit level. The median home price rose 13.9 percent year-over-year to $470,600. New home inventory rose to 9.2 months from August's level of 8.1 months of supply at the current sales pace. Sales fell month-over-month in the south and dipped in the west, but were sharply higher in the northeast and rose in the midwest. Sales in the northeast and midwest were higher year-over-year and were down in the south and west. New home sales are based on contract signings, offering a timelier read on housing activity compared to the larger contributor of existing home sales, which are based on closings. In other housing news, the MBA Mortgage Application Index declined 1.7 percent last week following the prior week's drop of 4.5 percent. The index fell for a fifth straight week as a flat reading for the refinance index was met with a 2.3 percent decrease for the purchase index. The decline came as the average 30-year mortgage rate jumped 22 basis points to 7.16% and is up 386 basis points versus a year ago. The advanced goods trade balance showed that the September deficit widened more than expected to $92.2 billion, versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for it to increase slightly to $87.5 billion from August's unrevised shortfall of $87.3 billion. Preliminary wholesale inventories rose 0.8% month over month for September, compared to expectations of a 1% gain, and versus August's upwardly revised 1.4% increase. Treasury yields were lower, with the yield on the two-year note declining 3 basis points to 4.43%, the yield on the 10-year note decreasing 8 basis points to 4.02%, and the 30-year bond rate dropping 11 basis points to 4.16%. The recent rises in bond yields and the U.S. dollar have fostered volatility in the markets, with the Fed leading a global monetary policy tightening charge. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones discusses this in her article titled Markets to Fed – Slow Down, You Move Too Fast, and how if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Cathy Jones. Meanwhile, the Bank of Canada surprised the markets by announcing a smaller-than-expected rate hike, raising its benchmark interest rate by 50 basis points compared to forecasts calling for a 75 basis point increase. In her latest article Different Strings Similar Story, Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses how a lot of attention has been paid to the elevated risk and announcement of a recession, but investors should instead focus on signals coming from leading economic indicators. Tomorrow's economic calendar will bring the first look of three at third-quarter gross domestic product, or GDP, forecasted to show a quarter-over-quarter annualized rate of growth of 2.4 percent, following the 0.6 percent quarter-over-quarter contraction in the second quarter, while personal consumption is expected to have gained 1 percent quarter-over-quarter after rising 2 percent last quarter. The GDP Price Index and the Core PCE Index are expected to have moderated from last quarter, with respective increases of 5.3% and 4.5%. Preliminary durable goods orders for September is also on tap, with the headline figure anticipated to have gained 0.6% month over month, while orders excluding transportation are estimated to have increased 0.2 percent month over month, and non-defense capital goods excluding aircraft is projected to have advanced 0.3 percent month over month. Initial jobless claims for the week ended October twenty second is also slated for release, forecasted to show 220,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed, and the Kansas City Manufacturing Activity Index for September will round out the docket expected to move into contraction territory, which is a reading below zero, with a level of negative two from the prior month's one figure. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe overcame early losses and finished higher, with volatility remaining and bond yields giving up early gains ahead of tomorrow's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank, which is expected to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points. Monetary policy on both sides of the pond have been tightened aggressively, led by the Fed in the US, which has boosted the US dollar versus the euro and British pound and fostered some of the market uneasiness. However, the US dollar cooled off today and the euro and British pound were solidly higher. Political developments out of the UK remained in focus as Rishi Sunak was named the new prime minister of the UK. Sunak has vowed to place economic stability and confidence at the heart of the government's agenda. His appointment came as former Prime Minister Liz Truss resigned last Thursday, following a failed tax-cutting budget that rocked financial markets, particularly for bonds and currencies. In light economic news in the region, French consumer confidence unexpectedly improved for October. Mounting inflation worries have been exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article, titled What's Next, Good, Bad, and Ugly, that the persistence of global inflation could determine which of the three paths central banks may follow and which market qualities investors might consider for their portfolios. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.6%, France's CAC 40 index and Switzerland's Swiss market index increased 0.4%, Germany's DAX index traded 1.1% higher, Spain's IBEX 35 index gained 1%, and Italy's FTSE MIB index advanced 0.5%. Stocks in Asia finished higher, with a choppy week continuing and markets in mainland China and Hong Kong remaining volatile as they digest the implications from the conclusion of China's 20th National Congress over the weekend that saw President Xi with a third term. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A, Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. Meanwhile, the markets are reacting to a flood of mixed earnings reports as earnings season starts to heat up. In economic news in the region, Japan's department store sales slowed in September but remained solidly higher, Hong Kong's exports fell by a smaller amount than anticipated for September, and Australia's consumer price inflation figures came in hotter than expected for September. International markets remain uneasy amid expectations that central banks across the globe will continue to tighten monetary policy. Although while other major central banks tighten policy, Japan has maintained its accommodative stance and China has actually provided further stimulus, which has weighed on their respective currencies. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.7 percent as the yen strengthened versus the US dollar, though it remains near a 32-year low versus the greenback, and the government reportedly has intervened recently to try to stabilize its currency. China's Shanghai Composite Index advanced 0.8 percent, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index increased 1 percent, trimming some of this week's sharp losses. South Korea's KOSPI index traded 0.7 percent higher, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 index finished 0.2 percent to the upside. Markets in India were closed for a holiday. In addition to the European Central Bank's monetary policy decision, tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold trade data from Australia, confidence reports from Germany and Italy, and employment figures from Spain. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4:15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, October 26.